Hi there, I'm Aaron Young. Thousands of households are coming up to the mortgage cliff. That is mortgages that were taken out under much lower interest rates are about to be transitioned into variable rates and that means real pain for borrowers. Now mortgage growth has fallen to unprecedented lows. So what does it mean for the property sector? For more, we're joined by Will Banks from Shillings Capital. Great to see you. A lot of stressed out home buyers at the moment, I'd imagine. Yeah, absolutely. Um... The inflation we're sitting at at the moment has affected various sectors of the economy. One of those is the property market, in particular uh, mortgages. Uh, mortgage growth is plummeting to an unprecedented low. Um, we're looking at 150,000 individuals which will be transitioning off cheap fixed rate loans onto more variable rate loans. So we're looking at people moving from sub 2% to a plus 6%. Um, and that big transition is known as the mortgage cliff. So what happens when we hit the mortgage cliff, do you think? People's, people's uh, costs for uh, financing their mortgages will, will go up exponentially. Um, we're, we're looking at $32 billion of mortgages, which will be refinanced each month in the, in the uh, September quarter. So this is going to add a lot of pressure to the, to the property market. Uh, people's outgoings will increase. Um, you're looking at three times possibly more of the mortgage repayments each month per household. That's incredible at a time where people are really obviously struggling with inflation as well. Absolutely. Um, there's 1.43 million Australians who are currently struggling with mortgage repayments right at the moment. Um, so what does this translate to? It's about 28% of the mortgage, mortgage market. So that's a similar level to that of the GFC. Uh, so there's a lot of stress in the market at the moment. This also is something which has been foreseen for quite some time. Do you have much sympathy for people who got into um, the property market believing that interest rates would remain low and now they're starting to obviously crawl up uh, to a point, we're not at 15%, we're at 4.1% in Australia at least. Um, do you think that there are a lot of people who perhaps should have planned for this? Well, four, remember 4.1% is the cash rate. So the bank's going to add on their margins on the top of that. So it is going to be uh, a lot more than that. Do I have sympathy thought for them? Yeah, I do to a point. I think we've covered this on another show where we, we discussed the fact that the market has been telling mortgage holders that uh, everything's going to be fine. There's going to be no issues. The RBA said that they wouldn't be increasing interest rates until 2024. Uh, and we already know that there's been at least 12 increases in those interest rates. So they've been led to believe one thing. Um, and then something completely different happened. At the same time, many people in the market who are looking at uh, taking out mortgages aren't, I would say, particularly sophisticated. And therefore, they would just accept the rate that they're given and think that's, that's, that's the way it's going to be. Interest rates have been a, a low for many years, and that's it. Whereas someone like myself, for example, I come from the UK where interest rates have moved around a lot through various recessions, peaks and troughs. I've always shot the curve and added on a certain number, a few hundred basis points, onto what I'm paying to ensure that I can, I can afford it if interest rates go up. Mm. Now, I understand $32 billion will need to be refinanced for each month of the September quarter. What happens if a big chunk of those people cannot refinance because they no longer meet the threshold required to refinance? Well, you've got to remember as well, there's also the buffer on top of that. Um, so they've got a buffer which is currently at 3% servicing buffer. So that is going to make life a little bit more difficult. Again, something that we've spoken about previously, that some of those uh, households have managed to reduce it down to 1% based upon 
certain criteria. Um, it's going to be very tough. Um, it, it, there's an obligation on the banks to treat people fairly, look after people that are in distressed situations. So do I think that suddenly people are going to, you know, the banks are going to reach out and start taking people's uh, houses off them? Um, not immediately. I think there'll be some fairly difficult conversations. I, I've seen a lot more houses now that are coming onto the market, some of which were bought a couple of years ago, and now they're trying to be offloaded. I, I think there's been conversations between the householder and the bank to say, look, this is unaffordable for you. You need to get out when you can because we don't want to foreclose um, foreclose on you. So I think that's why you've got some of these off-market uh, sales that are taking place. And just finally, I mean, we're seeing pictures from the United States here and the housing market there, which has been in a similar situation. Um, if you could just briefly sum up um, the differences between what's happening in Australia and, and overseas in places like the UK and the US. Uh, well, Australia and the US and the UK are, are different in the sense that Australia has come into this situation a much, uh, a, a much better state. I mean, the, the, the Australian economy for three decades has been very robust whereas the UK and, and, and the US are still dealing with the, the fallout of the GFC. Um, I haven't seen, for example, the, the Australian government had their, uh, had their rating downgraded, which is what the US had just had over the, over the last few days, yeah. which, is, which is very scary. And yeah. you know, the fact that the NASDAQ, have, they've lost two, just, over, just short of 2.5% yeah. off the value. The S&P's it's lost value. It's an incredible time, isn't it? You watch these yeah. numbers and you start to think, where are we going? We've got to leave it there. Will yeah. Banks, really appreciate your time. Thank As you. always, thank you. All right, we'll leave it there. That is a program for now. For more, you can head to tickernews.com. Aaron Young, do hope to see you soon.